0: Uh, like you meant that. That sounded wonderful. Amen. And then the song before that, you know, we're trying to get to the other side, which is heaven. And that's the place we all want to go. Amen. Uh, you know, Jeff, a few minutes ago when we were giving out assignments for the uh, worship service, you know, Gerard, we put a few things down, but uh, lo and behold, I didn't realize I'll be preaching this morning. <laughs> so... Uh, You know, our brother May is not feeling 100% this morning, um, so I'm going to fill in for him this morning. Uh, So definitely keep him in your prayer uh, that he continues to feel better uh, as he goes through this bout. Uh, Hopefully it's just the uh, allergies that are acting up on him, Uh, but continue to keep him in prayer. Uh, But as Gerard was up reading the uh, inspiration from the book of Joshua, uh, I I thought that was a good place for us to stay. Uh, and then we were singing the song that we were trying to get to the other side, which is heaven. I said, well, yeah, this is a perfect uh, passage to stay with. And this, the passage that was read into your hearing uh, was from Joshua chapter 17. And the verse was number four. And that verse reads, and they came near before uh, Eleazar uh, the priest. And before Joshua, the son of Nun, and before the princes, is, is uh, saying, the Lord commanded Moses to give us an inheritance among our brethren. Now, let me go back for just a second. It says, and they came. Who was who they? Well, they are the tribe of uh, Manasseh. And, and who is that? Well, if we go back up to verse 1 of chapter 17, it says, there was also a lot uh, for the tribe of Manasseh. And, uh, for he was the firstborn of Joseph. So this is uh, Manasseh's children, the descendants of Manasseh, which is also the descendants of Josh, uh, Joseph. And we know this is a, uh, you know, a royal lineage. So here come the kids saying to uh, Joshua and the son of Nun and before the, the priest saying that, hey, we are some special people. We know who our lineage, lineage is. We're special. You owe us something. You owe us something. We want our inheritance. Now as Christians, we know we are a royal priesthood. We are special people. And we are going to inherit something. And what is that? Crown of life. life. And that heaven that we're all trying to get to, right? It's on the other side and we're going to get there. But here go the children of Manasseh, the, the lineage of Joseph's coming to uh, Josiah, uh, saying, uh, according uh, to the commandment of the Lord, he gave them an inheritance among uh, the brothering of their father. So uh, Joshua then gave them the inheritance. So as Christians, we know we are inherited with Great number of blessings. I mean, God wakes us up every morning. He said that he'll give us the desires of our heart. You know, we know that he cares for us. Uh, We haven't gone hungry. We haven't starved. We live in this uh, country with abundance. So we must say that God has brought us so far in each of our lives. We look back just a couple of weeks ago or last week, the bills that we had, and, and God has always blessed us. So we are a royal priesthood, and we are of a great lineage. So they came with the attitude that you owe us something. God owes us something. And then they got the inheritance. But then you look down just a few verses later, and actually 10 verses later, they didn't make it far. Verse 14. It says, And the children of Joseph spake unto Joshua, saying, Why hast thou given me but one lot and one portion to the inherit, seeing I am a great people, forasmuch as the Lord hath blessed me hitherto? And Joshua answered them, If thou be a great people, then get thee up the, to the wood country. And cut down for thyself there in the land of the parasites and of the giants. If the Mount Ephraim be too narrow for thee, and the children of Joseph said, The hill is not enough for us. Man, is that some, that's crazy. Now they have been blessed with all this land, they have an inheritance. And then they want to complain, well, that's not quite enough. God, you you blessed me to wake up this morning, but, you know, I I just had a bowl of cereal this morning. It would have been nice to go to IHOP and get, you know, a stack of pancakes and some bacon, you know, all that. My stomach is a little hungry, but if I wait maybe an hour and a half, I'm going to get an abundance of food. But God, you you blessed me with my inheritance, but I, I want more. God, you blessed me with a car that I can get from point A to point B, but the new car has now got the GPS system in it. They'll back up parallel park for you and all that. God, you bless me, but, man, I think I need more. God, you bless me with this job that I'm able to pay my bills. But guys, such and such is getting on my nerves. And, you know, I, yeah, I, I prayed for this job. You blessed me with it. But, you know, I, I want something else. Does that sound like us? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, here go the, uh, the, the, the children of Manasseh, the lineage of uh, Joseph. Verse 16, And the children of Joseph said, The hill is not enough for us. And all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron, both they who are of Bashin and his towns, and they who are of the valley of Jezreel. And see, they complaining. Yeah, I would love to have that over there, but man, that's you know, the land of the giants. They got chariots, all these things. We would love to have that property next door, but man, across the street, they putting up something with some iron over there. They just expanding across the street. They got a parking lot full of cars. We just got, you know, a small portion of what they got over there. God bless us to sit with comfort in these nice, comfortable seats, you know, I don't even see nobody fanning today. You know, if, if, if so, it's, that's all right. But God, yeah, I'm sure they're probably going to have a basketball court indoors over there. We just got one outdoors over here. God bless us, but we need more. We need it easily. Now, Joseph, uh, Josiah said, well, you know, if you want it, hey, there, there it is. It's there. But you're going to have to do some work. God said, you know what? I, I'll bless you with, with all this. We, we're on acreage here. I, how many acres we got over here? Twelve and a half acres. And we say, well, we want to expand. We want to do all these things. Well, man. What work are we doing around here? Right. And I don't, didn't even want to bring this up. But say, last Sunday, we said we needed some work done around here, around the building. In this little 12-acre lot that we got, you know, before we expand next door to maybe another five acres or whatever over there, that's what we want. And yet we need help around here. Now, God has blessed us with abundance right here. And only one person was painting the lines yesterday. Only... Well maybe 5 6 brothers show up at the brothers breakfast yesterday. Amen. But we call ourselves leaders in our homes. Now we know that in the kingdom of God there is a hierarchy. Of course we got have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But we also have the church that he has left us. And the church consists of several congregations. You know, I'm not talking about denominator, I'm talking about the one true church. And even in the church, he has left us in hierarchy. In this hierarchy, you know, we know that, that Jesus is the head of, of the church. And then below that, we have the brothers. And even in that, we have bishops, deacons, and so forth. But there is a hierarchy. And then, you know, not to knock on the ladies, but in, in, in the Bible, I mean, it, you, you all are the weaker vessels. So you all are not charged with the things that we are charged with. And actually, that goes way back to the Garden of Eden. Amen. You know, when, when Adam and Eve sinned, I mean, the, the, uh, sin, the uh, uh, repercussions for the female was childbirth, you know, pain through childbirth. But for the men, we had to work from the, the sweat of our brow. That was that. That's what we we're to do. We are to work. Amen. Amen. That's, right. that's from God. Amen. We know that as Christians that all the stuff that we see going on in the world and, you know, senseless shootings and killings and all these things. We, but we know without a shout of a doubt, the church will prevail. Amen. And if we know that the church is going to prevail and we know that we have given been given our uh, duties within the church it, You know, we don't have control over the whole world, but what we can do is focus on our home. Mm -hmm. What we can do is focus on our congregation. Mm -hmm. So if we have been given things to do within our own congregation, man, we have to do what God has told us to do with the inheritance that we have. Mm -hmm. We have inherited this land, and it didn't come easy. Mm -hmm. I mean, when when Brother May tells a story about the things that went on uh, before we acquired this land— it wasn't nothing but God. That's right. And, and that, that desire for us to have that building and that land next door, man, God can work that out. Yes, and we've been looking at that for, how, how long have we been here? Twelve, uh, 12 years now? For years, for de- over a decade, we have been eyeing that land. And, and God said, well, let me, he may have said, let, let me see what y'all going to do with this 12 acres first. That's right. Before y'all go chopping down some more wood, let's see what, what you're going to do with the land that I gave you. You know, so I'm just saying, brothers, you know, not that I, I'm, I'm all, you know, every time I get up here is always to try to encourage Amen. And, and I'm always a little harder on our brothers than I am the sisters Amen. because Brother May does a good job of doing that on the sisters. So. <laughs> but brothers, because I love you and we, I really do consider you all as brothers and the rest of you, all of you, I consider you as kinfolks and I, I mean that sincerely. But brothers, I mean, we have a job to do. Amen. And in that job, we have to humble ourselves. We have to do what God has commanded for us to do. And that thing that we have to do is work. I mean, he said, if you don't work, you don't eat. That's, part, yeah, that's, that's family life. Yeah, we have to work so we can provide for our family. Amen. But if we think the church is so important, then we have to do some work at the church too. Amen. So I'm not saying it's all, all physical, but I just want to kind of tie that into this passage that Joshua said, hey, there's all this land over there. Hey, well, I, I gave you your inheritance and then I, I will bless you. You got to bless you with all that over there, too. And then the first thing they said, well, uh, there's the land of the giants. You know, they got chariots with iron. Start making excuses. But then Joshua said, hey, uh, go clear that land out. Clear those trees out over there and, and, and it'll be yours. Let me, let me finish this passage real quick, and we'll get into it. Uh, verse back to verse 16, and, and they, and the children of Joseph said, "The hill is not enough for us, and all the the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron. Both they who are machine uh, and uh, her towns, and they who are of the valley of Jezreel." And Joshua spake unto the house of Joseph, even Ephraim, uh, and to Uh, Manasseh saying, thou art a great people and hath great power. Thou shalt not have a lot only, but the mountain shall be thine, for it uh, it is a wood, and thou shalt cut it down, and outgoings of it shall be thine. For thou shalt drive out the Canaanites, though they have iron chariots, and though they be strong." God said, I will bless you in abundance. I will give you blessings that you won't even have room to receive. And Joshua told them that, hey, there there it is. But you, you got to, for one, have some faith, but then you also have to do some work. He said, start out with the faith. God, if you have faith that you can conquer those Canaanites, that you have faith that you can conquer those giants and all that chariots of iron that you could overcome, any obstacle in your way, anything that you have on the job that you could overcome that, any bill that you have, you could overcome that. You're on the verge of uh, being kicked out of your apartment, out of your house because you're months behind, you're about to get your car. It doesn't matter. God said, I, I will bless you with those things that you need. And I, I'm, I, without a shadow of a doubt, I, which is me included, I know several of you can be testimony to those exact things about the car being laid, about the, the, the lights about to be cut off, but somehow you made it through. Amen. And I guarantee you it was by the grace of God. And, and I'll see the, the thing is, he told them that they're going to have to do some work and they will be blessed with it. Yeah. Now over in James chapter 2, James chapter 2. Now, Usually I would like to have my, my scripture up and put it up on the board for you so you don't have to fumble around. Uh, but bear with me. We'll read just a few scripture and uh, continue on. So James chapter 2, uh, beginning at verse 14, it says, What do it profit, my brethren, though a man shall say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? And you can say you got all the faith in the world, but if your, your actions don't speak to your faith, then what good is it? If you say I have been in the church all these number of years, I, I've, man, I've been in the church since I was a little boy, a little girl. And yet you, you are, are scared to get up and pray or, or, or you hesitant to get up and do other works within the worship service. You know, not everyone, and, and we talked about this in class, you know, the, it doesn't matter how eloquent you speak or how much you stutter when you pray. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter how eloquent you are. It ain't good enough. We have to have the Holy Spirit to be in a for us and send that on to the, to the Father. So it doesn't matter how, but for one, you need to, block out us in your mind because your prayer ain't about us. Right. Your prayer is a communication to God the Father. So, I mean, not just to, to harp on that because, I mean, I, I understand that. Not everyone, I mean, I, I get nervous every time I get, talk about, my mouth was like cotton just a few minutes ago before I got up here. You know, but that, do I have a problem speaking before people? No, I don't have, I do it all the time. I don't have an issue, but every time I get up to speak, I get nervous. Amen. It doesn't matter if I'm coming up to pray, it doesn't matter if I'm coming up to do community, it doesn't matter. And, and I think that nervous energy is, is a good energy. It right. uh, did the same thing with sports, the same thing, there's a nervous energy which is a good energy. But when you put aside your mind and humble yourself no matter what the task is, you have a different perspective. Right. And, and my perspective before I got up here was, man, let me make sure I get these scriptures right, let me make sure I get my, my subject right, all that. Well, now that I'm here, I'm, my thing is I, I, need, I want to deliver this message because I think it's important. Amen. Now, we, we, we all claim to have so much faith, and I hope that your faith has grown, even if you have only been in the body for a short period of time. Every day that you wake up as a Christian, your faith should grow that much stronger every single day. Amen. And as the months and the years go by, you should be such a strong Christian. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to fall and stumble, Amen. because we all do. We are human. We live in this world, and it's not perfect, and it's not meant to be perfect. Right. But what we do go through is just the testing of our faith. So as we go through these things and, and look at our faith and see if it's being stronger, if it's being tested, well, one way that it is tested and, and, and a part of this inheritance, for one, look at your faith in your attendance. God, command, God said he's looking for us to worship him in spirit and in truth. He's actually looking for you. Amen. We always look for him every, every day, every night that we pray, Lord, please help me with this, help me with that. <laughs> God says, I'm looking for you right now. Amen. God says on the first day of the week, I'm looking for you right. to worship me in spirit and in truth. Right. For us at this country, like I said, we have to start, what we, we have a little bit of control of is this congregation here. You, you, don't, have what's going, you don't know what's going on across town, but here. You, you made it here. Exactly. You know what time we start every Sunday? Mm-hmm. How is your faith every Sunday? That's right. Now I'm not even talking about Monday night, 7 o'clock, Wednesday evening. Look at Sunday. Where is your faith on Sunday morning? Right. Are you consistent in, in worshiping God on Sunday morning? Amen. I'm not even talking about what you're missing out on Sunday school are you here to admonish one another? Now, see, we, we have the reason, one reason I like this, this passage over in Joshua is that, you know, he said, hey, we, we got all, you, you can inherit all that stuff, but you got to go clear the land. You got some work to do. Now, these children of uh, Manasseh, I'm sure, they, see, they were just the forefront. They, they were the They said, hey, give, give, give our people this, this inheritance. Now, they wanted to go over there. There's no way they would have cleared a forest out by themselves. So I'm sure they had, you know, the people that were in that that tribe to, to help out. Now you all are a part of the tribe of Locust Grove Church of Christ. All right. So we got some work that we need to do. Now, you know, uh, what was it Romans Romans 1 17. It says, you know, uh, uh, faith is I mean, um, the righteousness of God is uh, from faith to faith, and we know that we all have we're at different stages in our faith. So, so I, I equate that faith to, you know, what if, what, what if we all needed to be equipped with something to, to t- chop these woods down? You now, some of us may be equipped with, you know, just a little jigsaw so we can cut a few twigs off. A few of us with our faith, maybe we can say, well, let me pray for Brother May today and let he feels better. You know, that, that's one little twig off the tree. That's one little twig out of the forest. Or maybe I can give such and such a call because I didn't see them today. Well, maybe that's just a little bit off the tree that helps us out. Now, somebody's faith may be a little bit stronger. You know, well, I, I, I get up, I, I want to do some work in the service. You know, sisters, y'all do an excellent job. Y'all always doing the, the ladies' uh, uh, programs that y'all always going on to. Y'all call each other. Y'all texting all the time. That's great. But not even everyone in your text group has the same faith, but what you're doing is helping someone else out with their faith. Amen. When they read your, your message for the morning, and I, I enjoy seeing that. You know, good morning, ladies. Every now and then I kind of you know, sneak look over see what, what text is coming through. and Good morning, and smiley faces and all that. Well, that helps. That's helping somebody. You don't know what somebody else is going through at home. Right. But that little bit. It's helping cut down the forest to where we want to be, because that that forest for us is heaven. That's what we're trying to we, we trying to get to the other side, and we know we got some things we got to chop down. There's so many trees, so many, you know. One one place I want to go uh, with, with the big tall uh, trees. What is it? The yeah. redwood. redwood forest. That's that's on my bucket list to go there someday, and I can't even imagine if you can drive a car through there. I can't even imagine trying to chop that down. But God said with the the, the faith the size of a mustard seed, we can move mountains. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that you should only have a little faith. (laughs) Don't get that twisted. But we can do great things with the faith that we do have. And one thing that you can do with the faith that you do have is increase your faith even further. So I'm, I'm hoping and praying that. As we try to get to the other side, as we try to get to heaven, as we try to expand with all the things that we have going on, as we try to expand and and work out into the neighborhoods, as we go canvassing, those types of things, I I hope that you help us out because you're here not only to worship God. That's the main thing. That is the number one thing because he is more than worthy to be worshipped. But you're also here to help admonish one another. Now, it does me so much good to see all of you. And y'all know, but I don't just say stuff that I don't mean. If I say it's good to see you, I mean it's good to see you. Don't say, well, he didn't tell me that today. Don't don't take that. Okay, well, he didn't want to see me today. (laughs) uh, Continuing on in in James chapter 2, it says, uh, verse 15, if a brother or a sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace. Be ye warmed and filled. Notwithstanding, ye give them not those things which are needful to the body. What doth it profit? Verse seventeen. Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Amen. Y'all, we have some work to do. Amen. And the least, the least we can do. As Christians, if you all say, I, I love God, I, I believe that Jesus is the son of God, I, I'm a Christian. Hallelujah. God is my pilot. He's the head of my life. You know, we say all these things and put bumper stickers on our cars, all these things. If you claim to be a Christian, why don't you be a Christian? Amen.
1: Right.
0: God said, Jesus said, hey, you know, do the things that I command you to do. Start the first thing you can do, like I said, start with your attendance to worship. Amen. Amen. Start coming, I'm not even getting on 3 o'clock. Well, y'all know we got 3 o'clock, and it, it rolls around the same, if you count down the minutes, it's the same minute. Minute after minute. That's
1: right.
0: 20 years from now, will be the same. Isn't that amazing? That, that's, that's not even my subject, but that's just something that amazes me. <laughs> You know, how can you say that there's no God? When we look at our vehicles, we look at any electronics, all those things that break down a body, all those things that break down. And then that sun has been in the same place, rotating, burning. Like, what in the world is burning that ain't burnt up? (laughs) The the earth, all the planets are the same distance away all these years, and the earth is rotating and and also tilting and all that. Year after year, and you can count them, and so... Three o'clock every Sunday. Amen. We we here. Y'all, y'all know we're here.
1: That's
0: right. So I'm just saying, just look at your faith there. But you know, like I said, we have we have this inheritance. We have been her- inherited with all this land. We have been blessed in abundance. Many of you, many of us have been in need of things. We have been encouraged by one another. Times that you have been sick, times you've been in the hospital, times you need to help with this. Whatever. We've been here. And you have been here. Man. We're not meant to go through this alone. So as we're cutting down this forest, as we're trying to get to the other side, help us. Help yourself. You can't get there alone. If you say on next Sunday morning, I don't feel like going. Get Satan out of the way. That's a testing of your faith. I'm telling you today. So when you something pop in your mind next Sunday and you say, well, I don't feel like we're going to do such and such today. I hope you remember this moment. That's a testing of your faith. If you, if you say you are a Christian, then how can you be a Christian and forsake the assembly? That's right. If God is looking for you, if God says, I'm looking for you, and you say, well, no, you ain't worth me worshiping. That's what you're saying. You ain't worth me worshiping today. So I hope you remember that. <laughs> uh, let's, let's look at verse 18. Ye Yea, a man may say, Thou have faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without works, and I will show uh, thee my faith by my works. So your faith and your works should go hand in hand. Now that's not, like I said, that, that's physical work. I mean, we, we got plenty of things. If We can take care of, uh, of this little property that we have. We can take care of the little building that we have, only to show there's nothing miraculous or nothing. This is a building. This is a building. But this also happens to be the place that we are sitting in comfort to worship God in. Now, we can be under a tree somewhere, but God has blessed us. with. Don't you think we should take care of it? Don't you think when there's only one brother out doing work out there, don't you think it would be nice if it was another brother to help along? Don't you think when, when we're out you know, when we meet on our uh, first, we do it every, every first month, uh, week of the month, first Sunday of the month, we have a brothers meeting. There's only a few. Amen. So don't you think if I'm working in the kingdom, if I'm showing my faith that I'll at least be there with the brothers to say, brothers, I'm here to encourage you. Which, You know, I may not be able to do anything physical, but hey, maybe I can give you my, my opinion because we're working for, for, for the kingdom. Amen. Right? So, uh, you know, I don't want to harp on that because, you know, I don't want the, the brothers hemming me up after after oh service. But there are some things that we need to do and, and that that that, uh, you know, that that's a testing of our faith. I'm not saying you all have to do something physical. That, that's not what I'm, I'm saying. That's not what I'm getting at. But we all can encourage one another. Amen. We all have something to do, you know, for our young folks. You know, for our high schoolers, middle schoolers, uh, Hannah, Taylor, uh, Alex. Jasmine is is looking at y'all. Some of our little girls are looking at y'all. Evan, Q, Jay. We got Jeremiah. All these little little boys are looking at y'all. What wood are y'all chopping down? What, what are y'all doing to help clear the forest? Jamal? Uh, Hadori? What are y'all doing to clear the forest for the high school boys? Or are they looking at y'all? I can guarantee you they're looking at y'all. And they, they admire y'all. Because they look at me like I'm, I'm ancient. But y'all y'all are still in that cool. I'll give y'all maybe about five more years. Y'all won't be cool. <laughs> But they look at you with respect. They listen, what you have to say to them, man, it's like golden to them. So how are you all conducting yourselves? They're looking at that. That's helping us get to the other side. Look at Gerard and and Kyrie and some of the other brothers. What are y'all doing to clear the forest? Because y'all faith, man, your faith should be up there. What are you doing to encourage Jamal and Hadori and the rest of them? <coughs> you know, then I look at some of our old, our seasoned, seasoned brothers, Brother May. Uh, I'm just running blanks all day. I'm horrible with <laughs> Brother Tillman. Uh, you know, all these brothers. What? How are you conducting yourself? So. All of that is really clear in this forest for where we're trying to go. All of that is helping us to build our faith to where we're trying to go. Amen. Our faith can be measured by our works. Amen. And there's things that we can do over in James chapter 1, 27. It tells us to visit, you know, the fatherless and the widows and all of these things. You know, next, next Saturday, we have our uh, singing at the nursing home. No, soup kitchen is next. Soup kitchen next. If you say I want to go feed the hungry, and if you tell, hey, we want to feed the hungry, here's a prime. You don't even have to. You don't have to go buy nothing. You don't have to go set up it. All you have to do is set up, and you can say, well, I assisted in feeding someone today, and that's just to start your day off on a Saturday morning, and it only takes us less than an hour. Less than an hour, and you can say, well, man. I help the kingdom in that act. Because that has also, we've seen that it has proven to be fruitful for us. The place that we have been going lately, we have children here from that place. So we know that that's been fruitful. Other places we've gone, we've had people to come through here. So we know that feeding the hungry can be fruitful for the kingdom. For God, not for us. Get yourself out of the way. Be humble. If you can humble yourself enough to say, well, I'm going to get up, uh, what, uh, what is it? we leave here at 10.30, 10.30 next Saturday. I mean, you usually get up at 7, some at 6, like me. I get up at 4 a.m. every weekday morning. And you can't say, well, I can get up at 9 on, sat- on Saturday just to be up here for an hour, not even eight hours. So I'm just saying, look at your faith, look at your works, okay? Help us get to the other side. You know, I, I'm going I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a hang it right there. I'm not going to continue on. But I think y'all actually uh, hope and pray that, that you get the gist of this. Now, back over from our uh, main text over in uh, Joshua. Uh, yeah, they were blessed with land. They were blessed with all these things. But when you continue on and they, they, they were blessed with certain sections, all these things, but they never overcame the Canaanites. And then you go and wonder why, and you look back on how they first phrased, give us what we are due. The intention was wrong. If our intentions are not right, and we say, well, I want to get to heaven. But if your intentions are not right on getting there, then I'm I'm sad to say that, you know, you're not going to make it there. Uh, you know, God said, I'll bless you along the way. I'm going to give you chance after chance, day after day, every single day as a Christian. God blesses us with an opportunity to share the gospel. He gives us an opportunity every single day to proclaim that we are a Christian. Amen. And one of the, the easiest things that I tell our, our kids, you know, because they, they're a little shy, you know, especially that little age that they're in. They're not going to go and you know, uh, they should but they're not going to go blab out, hey, I'm a Christian, I'm, you know, all these things. But I said, well, do you even pause at the lunch table to pray? How simple can you show that I, I, I worship God than the pause, not like, thank you, Jesus. Jesus well, No. How hard is it to give at least a, a 10, 15 second prayer to pause and someone see you Oh, they're praying. On our job, when they're cursing and making lewd jokes and you're laughing along, how easy is it to say, you know, walk away? Amen. So, as a Christian, what is your intent? What is your desire? We need to check your faith. Every day, check your faith. And one main prayer that I have every single time that I pray is that I remain humble in all that I do. Amen. Nothing that I do is of my own. And my wife fusses at me all the time. She's been fussing at me today, too, always because I, I, I'm always doing something. And I told her yesterday, I, I've been always doing something since I was a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> i always been fixing stuff since I, I remember fixing the washing the dryer. I was like 10 years old still. Hey, my, my dad, I don't know, going to tell you what he called me. But he said, <laughs> go, go fix the washer. I go in there, fix the man, the washer wasn't working. I, hey, no problem. Get it work. 10 years old, 12 years old. I've always worked. If you have that desire to work, why not work for the kingdom? Why not show your faith through works? Not physical work, but why not show your faith of encouraging other brothers, other sisters? Show your faith... Even just in attendance, it encourages so much. How discouraging is it to say that we have an abundance of members here, but then each week we have an abundance of members not here? You you hit and miss on coming. That ought not to be. That ought not to be. If you're working in the kingdom of God, he is seeking for you to worship him. He said, I'll bless you in abundance. He said, I'll bless you with the desires of your heart. But can you do this one thing for me? Can you come worship me? I didn't even harp on three o'clock. Can you worship him? Can you show faith in him? Can your works increase? Can your faith increase? I guarantee you when your faith, when your works increase, your faith is going to increase. Is that all right? Now, if you are here today and and, and you haven't given your life over to Christ, if you're not living righteous, and what is that righteousness? He said righteousness is is doing what God has commanded, getting things right with God, doing those things that he has commanded us to do. And one of those things I told you, we, we must worship him on the first day of the week. And through that, I mean, you'll see those things through our service today. We do things according to book, chapter, and verse. You know, we sing, we sing without instruments because the New Testament does not uh, authorize instrument worship. It tells us that we must pray. We've been praying, pray fervently. He says, you know, the, uh, the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open unto their prayer. He said the righteous, those that do according to God's word makes them right, makes them right with God, makes them righteous. So if you're here today and you haven't given your life over to Christ, he says, if if you confess him before men, he'll also confess you before the Father. So if you haven't confessed that Jesus is the Son of God before men, you can do that today. Amen. You say, well, yeah, I, I've heard the story. I believe in God. I, I know that He drew. I know that God created the heaven. It wasn't a big bang. I believe in God. I believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the Savior. I believe that Jesus is the son of God. I believe that in Jesus and God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit. I believe all those things. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I don't mind confessing that Jesus is the son of God. Yeah, I I can do that. That's a part of it. But then he also says that we must be baptized. Acts 2.38. We must be baptized for the remission of our sins. 1 Peter 3.16. Why, why do we get baptized? It's for a good conscience toward God. Because God told us to. He gives us a good conscience. And I was telling you know, the class earlier, you know, t- telling Hannah, if I told her to clean the room up, clean her room, and she went and cleaned it, and then later I came and said, hey, Hannah, did you clean your room? She said, like, yeah, I cleaned I did all that. I vacuumed everything. That'll make her feel good. She'll have a good conscience. Because I t- she did something I told her to do, and she was already on top of it. But then if she didn't do it, and I came back later and said, hey, did you clean your room? She needed to contemplate, did I lie? Should I lie? What, what do I need to do? Because she would not have a good conscience. Right. But God said, hey, you must be baptized. He, even Jesus himself was baptized. Right. So if it's, if it's that important, then you must do the same thing Amen. for a good conscience towards God. Amen. And live faithful until death. If you haven't been faithful, if you hit and miss on Sunday, if you, you know, if, if, if your faith is not what it should be, get that right. You have to keep that faith strong. You have to. Without it, this world will eat you up yes, it will. and it will take you away. Yes, it, will. it will. So I pray today, I ask and plead to you today, help us cut down the forest. Help us help each other. We're all in this together. God didn't leave us alone. He, God is so awesome God is so smart, way smarter than we are. And he said, y'all are going to need each other. Not only do we need him, but he set the church up for a purpose. He set this congregation up for a purpose. He let us all cross paths for a purpose. You help me. Let me help you. Let us help each other. Guarantee whatever you're going through, somebody else has already gone through it too. And that'll help you be that much stronger. All right? What is our song? Uh, What is our song? Thank you, Lord. Lord. So as we stand, uh, if you would like to make your petitions known, we'll have some brothers that come around with cards. If you want to ask for prayer, we can do that at this time. If you want to give your life over to Christ, we'll be more than happy to do so. And one thing that we're going through over in our uh, teenage class is why is the Church of Christ the one true church. And we're looking at other denun- so-called Christian denominations. We've been going over uh, the Catholic church and the Baptist church. Yeah. Yeah. They do some things right, but what makes them wrong are the things that they do wrong. That's right. So if you uh, find yourself today and say, well, you know, I, I want to give my life over to Christ. I want to be right with Christ. You can do that right now.
1: That's
0: right. We don't wait to the second, fourth Sunday of the month. That's right. You come on a Monday or Wednesday, we don't say wait. Hey, let's wait to the right time. Let's wait to su- next Sunday. That water is always ready Amen. because it's so, that's that important. That's right. it, it's essential to your salvation. Amen. It is essential. You can't be saved without baptism.
1: Amen.
0: You cannot do it. Faith alone does not save you. Amen. So if you'd like to get your, Christ, your life right with Christ today, do that today. And if you say, well, I'm, I'm trying to get myself together. I want to I learn more. You can always learn. I learn more every day.
1: That's right.
0: I get my life right every day. Yeah. But get your life right today, right now, and continue on. That's right. okay? okay? As we sing.
1: Hey.